Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chip again. Thank you for tuning in. Hope everyone's doing well today. And uh, today was kind of a lengthy day riding around. I had some errands to do and Jefferson. Then I had to go to Sparta. And because of Sparta, I had to go back to Jefferson. But you're wondering about the title of this podcast, right? I know you are. Rockin' and rolling, right? Rockin' and rolling. What do you think of when you when you hear rockin' and rolling? Well, today, I mean, our little town, West Jefferson, Jefferson is so big. You know, you don't take long. You can frequent most of the restaurants in town. So I knew I was going to Sparta today for an appointment. And I said, you know, I'm just going to time it so I can eat lunch up there somewhere different. So I... I had this restaurant in mind, and I'm driving. I'm coming up the road from Jefferson on um, 221. I get to thinking of another restaurant that's on the edge of town. Everybody talks about it. My buddy Mike and his wife, LaDonna, they come up and they like to eat there a lot. So I said, I said, well, you know, it's a little after the lunch period. I'll, I'll just pull in there. Well, when I pulled up, there wasn't a parking spot to be seen. I said, well, I guess I'm going to go to place number two. So I go on into town and I pull down to that restaurant to pull in the parking lot. And it's closed. It's a big restaurant in the middle of town. It's usually open. And it was closed. Well, you see where this is going, don't you? You see God God in this, right? So I said, okay, I'll go to this place number three. My friend Connie took me there once. It's a little nice little place you can eat outside in the breezeway and you know, it's kind of quaint, and not very big at all. Just a small little spot in a little shopping mall. So I pull in there, and there's one table Just sitting right there in the open. Three guys on my left, four people on my right. And three ladies in front of me. So I sit there, face the three ladies. That sounds like the name for a restaurant too, don't it? Five guys and maybe three ladies. But anyway, I ordered my food and and uh, Kai it took forever to get the food. 
And the waitress even said, I'm sorry, we got the slowest cook in town. And I thought that was rather funny. But anyway, they're playing good old music from the 70s and 80s. Mostly 70s. Stuff I grew up with. And I'm sitting there bebopping and bouncing to the music. Enjoying my time. And, uh... And then... Then the food comes out for the three ladies. And I watch them as they all three bow their heads and they pray. Not quietly. They pray. Out. One person prays for all three of them. And I thought, man, here it is. You get to see it for real out here in the public. You don't see it very much. And here I am witnessing it. And I thought that was great, you know. So anyway, then my food comes out. And I sit there and eat. And I'm bebopping along, listening to some of the greats. I mean, they were playing good songs today. And um, tapping my feet and bouncing along. As I wrapped up my meal, they, they started playing a classic. Stairway to Heaven. Man, I had to sing Stairway to Heaven. I was having a good old time. And you know, that Stairway to Heaven, I believe, was the song they played at our, one of the proms I went to in high school. So, um, man, I was just reminiscing, thinking of the good old days, listening to the lyrics. Trying not to sing too loud. But you know how it is when one of those songs grabs you. And I got up to leave. And the one lady looks up and she says, We enjoyed you singing to us today. <laughs> I thought, oh my gosh. <laughs> so anyway, what happens? The conversation starts. We get to share things and talk. And I pass out my cards. And we enjoy a laugh. And we go about our way. Now, some people out there just go, ah, that was a chance encounter. You're right. It was a chance encounter. It was a chance encounter Organized, choreographed, put into motion by God. Why do you say that? Well, you know, it's nice to know that we have reaffirming people around us, right? That are Christians. And by the way, I stood up and, and I said, and thank you for praying in public. It was nice to see a group of ladies praying in public. You just don't see it a lot. So those ladies were a light to the people around them, right? Yes, they were. We're living and 
going in and out of our business, mixing with people of the world. And you know, you can be a witness to Christ just by your actions, right? You don't have to stand up in the restaurant and start preaching. You don't have to hand out Bible tracts, although both of those are helpful at times. All you're supposed to do, well, not all, what you're supposed to do is to be a light to the world around you, right? Speaking of light, I'm standing here on my porch. The sun is shining bright, and it's raining. I think they say that means something. Old wise tale, I don't know. But anyway, we're, we're compelled, we're commanded to be the light. What does the Bible say about the light? You know, I looked it up. I looked up a couple of them. Because, you know, there's a lot of them in there about the light. First John 1 John 1.7 says, But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. How about that? We're not automatically saved because our light reflects off of each other, but we're like beacons in the night. We're, we're the light of Christ in this dark world that people see. If they see you praying in public and they see your, your good nature and your attitude, you become a light for Christ. I think I've told you the story before. Years ago, about I was in a restaurant after church one Sunday, and there was a table near me, and a father and his wife and their kids. And the waitress, I mean, you know, it's Sunday. Everybody's there eating and having a, their meal, and they're busy, and the waitresses are doing the best they can, and and everybody knows, right, that it's not always the waitress' fault. Maybe it's something in the kitchen. But this man lights into her, and he gets ugly and fussing at her. And the poor little girl, you know, she's doing the best that she can do. And she comes over to our table, and I said, Honey, I am so sorry that they're treating you that way. So they give us Christians a bad name. I said, that's not what we're taught to do at church, to come out and climb on y'all's back end after church. And that man turned around and looked at me and his wife. And I hope, I hope it hurt him like a stick in the eye. We are to be a positive light to everybody. A beacon of Christ. Something that people should want more of, not less of. Not be saying, thank 
God, that couple, that family left. I couldn't take any more of them. That's not what you want people to think when you leave. I looked up another verse. Matthew 5. It says, You are the light of the world. Period. You are the light of the world. We are the light of the world, aren't we? Skip on up to verse 16. It says, Let your light shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. If people see you doing a good thing, and they can attribute it to you being a Christian, that's glorifying God. That's setting an example to the people and letting people know at the same time that you are a follower of Christ, a Jesus freak, a Christian. But if you're driving around with a fish on the back of your car, your tailgate, and you're blowing the horn and running people off the road, that's not the kind of light God wants you to be shining Think about how your light shines, people. I know some people just really get underneath our skin. They really, really push us the extra mile. The Bible says if somebody asks for your coat, give them your shirt also. There are some people that you just want to wrap up in your coat, isn't there? But we can't be doing that. Be a light, people. Be a light. As much as you want to say things, you've heard me say it a hundred times, sometimes it's best just to keep our mouth shut and walk away. But, don't get me wrong, there are times that we as Christians need to stand up. Case in point, this is another reason our world is the way it is. 1960s, everybody said, I'm not going to say anything, it doesn't pertain to me, I'm not going to speak up, against Madeline O'Hare and taking prayer out of school. And look what happened. Everybody buried their head in the sand because it wouldn't affect them and they took prayer out of school. Now they're killing babies left and right because people said, up, oh, doesn't matter to me. I'm not going to say anything. I don't have no kids. Now we're killing babies about as fast as they're born, right? Be a light, people. Be a positive light. And when God puts you in a place that compels you to shine and stand up for Him, if you have to stand up and speak out, as unpopular as you may think it may be, if you're standing up for Christ, you're not doing anything wrong. As long as you're doing it right. So the next time you go to a restaurant and it's closed or it's crowded and you get pushed on down the road, maybe you should start wondering. I wonder where God's taking me. This is going to be an adventure. Right?
And this is Pastor Chip. God bless. Thanks for tuning in. And if you three ladies are listening, I'm sorry I didn't get names. I look forward to seeing you again. God bless.